The White Sox were embarrassed once again by the Cubs. Then they started the sell-off. Sox lost to the Northsiders 10-7 after being up 7-2 early on. Sox are nearly an impossible to watch, and the sell-off will only make it more agonizing. After the game, the inevitable happened. Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez were dealt to the Los Angeles Angels, and just like that, the window was shut. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first, second, third, fourth, whenever you get around to it. Listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox, for what it's worth, will take on the Guardians on Thursday. Dylan Cease on the Hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the Sox, sellers. Uh, They are 41 and 62 uh, 12 and a half games back in the central. It doesn't even really matter. 21 games under 500 doesn't really matter. The fact is the White Sox are now officially uh, sellers. Uh, just before I was uh, to record uh, that wonderful game uh, between the Sox and Cubs, uh, breaking news from Jeff Passan of the Los Angeles Angels finalized a deal to acquire right-hander Lucas Giolito and right-hander reliever Ronaldo Lopez from the Chicago White Sox for catcher Edgar Aquero and left-hander Kai Bush. Uh, two top prospects, sources tell ESPN, uh, LA Angels' second and third best prospects, I believe. Uh, the pronunciation of those prospects uh, by me could very well be wrong. This is all new information. Uh, I will have more details on the next episode. I also know Rick Hahn spoke uh, after Wednesday's game, so we'll uh, definitely be getting into that more in the uh, next Lockdown Socks episode, but uh, it's official. Uh, that window is shut. If you felt like it was shut a while ago, it kind of was, but now officially a jam shut as the sell-off begins. Uh, rough night on the south side. Once again, as the Sox fell to the Cubs 10-7, to uh, White Sox were swept in the brief two-game series. They, they have now lost five in a row. Sox will be in Wrigley on August 15th with uh, most likely a very different-looking team. Uh, Sox looked like they were going to punish the Cubs on Wednesday night. It was 7-2 to two White Sox after the fourth inning. Uh, then the Cubs came storming back with a six-run spot in the top of the fifth. Uh, they added two more in the eighth. Uh, it, it's almost an impossible watch uh, at this point. Uh, the White Sox are 
a bad baseball team, a poorly run organization managed by a manager that wants to put it all on him, but it's really his players that continue to fail over and over again. Uh, look, I have no idea where the White Sox go from here. I, I don't know uh, if they truly know. I mean, the, there's rumors out there. I was you know, reading a bunch over the last couple days uh, with all the trade stuff happening. There are rumors uh, out there that the White Sox organization believes that they can be competitive in 2024 and maybe hold on to some key pieces. Uh, but that feels like a White Sox story from years past, right? Instead of admitting failure and pushing forward in a new direction, uh, we'll just make a couple of adjustments and uh, do enough to possibly pique some interest and appear like we're trying, but it's all on the surface. Uh, this thing has complete rot. You know it. I know it. Uh, and it needs to be gutted. Uh, our teams interested in trading for the White Sox have beyond Giolito and Lopez. It sounds like it, uh, and it seems like a foregone conclusion. But, you know, it's all lip service uh, right now. Uh, losing both games of this Cubs series, uh, absolutely maddening. But what's really sad is is the state uh, of the White Sox, where they're at, where they're going, uh, uh, all of the confusion, and, and here we are all over again, uh, seven years or whatever it is. Uh, here's a team that you know was supposed to be strong in the AL Central, competitive throughout the American League uh, and all of baseball, and, and really had a chance to be the talk of the town here locally for several years, if that matters to you. It, it was going to matter to me. I know that. I wanted to uh, see the White Sox uh, be the talk. Uh, you know, for many, many years, uh, you know, I, I laughed uh, that the Cubs, you know, could not get back to the World Series after 2016 and had to sell off their core. And uh, the White Sox couldn't even win a playoff uh, series uh, for years. Uh, I have complained that the White Sox do not get enough coverage and that there's not an equal focus. Uh, Sox are treated like a second-class team in the second city. Well, honestly, they deserve it. I mean, prove that you should be taken seriously, not just nationally or even locally, but prove it to your own fans, fans that have stayed loyal for so many years. Uh, the Sox have a ton of problems, and Wednesday night uh, was another example. Uh, Lance Lynn went, his final line, four and two-thirds, seven hits, Seven earned runs, a couple of walks, five strikeouts. Hey, zero home runs uh, given up by Lance Lynn. He's got that league-worst 6.47 ERA, uh, but he strikes out a lot of guys. So that's why teams are perhaps clamoring for him. Uh, Joe Kelly, uh, how about Kelly? Who wants Kelly? Uh, he did not even record an out on Wednesday. Uh, two walks, wild pitch, and an earned run. And Middleton. Uh, how about that guy? Uh, an inning, two hits, a couple of earned runs, a walk, two home runs. All three of those have been uh, mentioned in trade rumors and uh, have a very real possibility of still being moved. Uh, not a good showing, but you know, one team's junk is another team's treasure. Uh, White Sox offense on Wednesday, seven runs, 10 hits. Uh, Aloy Jimenez, uh, Pretty nice little two-game series. Uh, he was two for five on Wednesday with four RBIs. Uh, Berger with a home run. Yohan Mankata, one for four with two strikeouts. Uh, Vaughn, 
uh, one for four. Uh, Tim Anderson with a couple of hits. You know, he's really increased his value since the, uh, uh, the all-star break. Uh, you know, he is hitting lights out. Haven't really seen the power, but he's hitting. Uh, and it's almost like he's auditioning, right? He knows uh, what the future is for this White Sox organization. And it, it feels like, you know, someone in, in his team, you know, whatever, protecting him, his management company, whatever, someone said, look, you got to get it together, man. If you want out of Chicago, you know, and you want to get dealt to a winning club, if you want a new, some new scenery, you, you better start playing uh, because there aren't a lot of people that want your service right now. And boy, he has turned it up. Uh, and he, it, it seems like he is absolutely auditioning to get uh, onto a different organization get a taste of the playoffs. So uh, we will see, you know, what's next really for this Chicago White Sox team. It sure felt like Lance Lynn uh, was going to be the first starting pitcher move. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you uh, by Ibota. Uh, Ibota gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So uh, you can make sure you're uh, beating inflation no matter where you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop to get your cash back. It's that easy. Uh, the average Ibota user earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you can use your cash to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, probably not a White Sox game, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Uh, other apps give you points that uh, don't amount to much. With Ibota, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibota. Uh, right now, Ibota is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibota by using the code MLB when you register. Uh, just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibota app and use code MLB. That's Ibota, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use code MLB. Our White Sox face off against the Guardians on Thursday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. So wheeling and dealing, it started Wednesday night. I thought it was going to happen a little bit sooner during the day. So with Giolito being dealt as well as uh, Ronaldo Lopez, now the attention seems to fall on Lance Lynn and a few others of note. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, MLB trade rumors all over this. The Sox and Rays were indeed discussing Lynn. Uh, Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times tweeted out, uh, but a deal between the two parties is not yet seen as imminent. Uh, the Rays have interest in a number of starters and are in active talks on multiple starting pitchers. Uh, likewise, the White Sox aren't locked in on the Rays alone as a potential trade partner for Lynn. Uh, Nightingale followed up by tweeting that the Dodgers remain interested in both Lynn and right-hander Giolito. You snooze, you lose, and continue to discuss both with the Shy Sox. Uh, Tampa Bay is one of the 10 teams on Lynn's no-trade list, but talks have apparently advanced to the point where the White Sox have already approached him about the possibility of approving the deal. Uh, Nightingale adds that Lynn has informed the team he would waive that no-trade protection for a chance to pitch for a contending Rays club. 
Uh, the Dodgers are among the clubs to express interest in White Sox reliever Joe Kelly, reports Robert Murray of Fan Sided. Unsurprisingly, Murray notes that multiple teams are in the market for the hard-throwing righty. Did they watch Wednesday night, I wonder? Uh, Kelly is one of the likeliest players to change teams within the next five-plus days. The Sox are a clear seller and will now uh, we'll move a few impending free agents by August 1st. Kelly isn't technically a rental as the Sox hold a $9.5 million option on his services. Uh, they're trending towards a $1 million buyout, though. So a trade to recoup some future value seems almost inevitable. Kelly is no stranger to the Dodgers, of course. He pitched with L.A. from 2019 to 2021, winning the World Series in the second of those years. The 12-year veteran uh, posted a 3.59 ERA, over 105 and a third regular season innings in Dodger Blue, and appeared in all three of their postseason runs during that stretch. Uh, Dodgers have also been linked to uh, Tim Anderson as well. Uh, this per Bob Nightingale uh, on another of our starters, uh, several teams who have checked in with the Chicago White Sox to inquire about the availability of ace Dylan Cease say they continue to get the same response. No, uh, White Sox are not interested in a massive rebuild and still hope to contend next year. Not a massive rebuild, but just a tiny little rebuild. You know, we're still trying here. We're still going to go after this division. It's winnable. It's a weak division in 2024, we think. So we're going to pique your interest. We're going to get you still kind of excited. You know, we're going to do just enough to say, mm, maybe I could see it. I could see a path where this uh, White Sox team uh, is nipping at the heels in uh, late September of 2024. Look, it is rotten Tear this thing down. Get get rid of anything that you possibly can. Uh, of course, you want to get reasonable, uh, more than reasonable maybe value for some of these guys. But come on, don't. Stop doing this little stuff here and there. Uh, just completely gut it. Uh, White Sox kick off a four-game series with the Guardians. And goodbye, Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. So Dylan... Dylan Cease uh, on the hill to kick off the series uh, here. Uh, Cleveland in town for four games. You know, I had looked at this series a, a while ago, uh, and I was saying to myself, you know, this, this might be something here. This might be a fun series uh, on the south side, four with Cleveland. Uh, we'll see Cleveland again soon. You know, a lot of AL Central competition in uh, early September. Uh, man, uh, what what – what I thought was going to happen, what we all thought was going to happen way back when and, and where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, I, I I think they'll hold on to Dylan Cease, but I'm still not convinced. Uh, if some team, you know, that maybe lost out on Lucas Giolito and, you know, we're getting down to the wire and they've lost out on a couple other arms and they're like, you know what? We can definitely re-sign Dylan Cease. This is a prize possession. Uh, we're going to get nuts here. Uh, we missed out. We want Dylan Cease. I don't know. I, I could still see it from this White Sox organization. Uh, it, you got to get absolutely the farm and then some. Uh, but, you know, some teams get desperate. They really get desperate, especially if they thought they were in on Giolito uh, and they miss out on some other arms that are out there. Um, 
I thought Giolito was going to be the first one to go. I, I definitely thought the Dodgers, just there was so much smoke there. Uh, but L.A., you know, it just makes sense after everything we've talked about uh, on this podcast, you've read about, you've heard, uh, you know, on NBC Sports Chicago and articles on other podcasts. I mean, a local boy, Giolito, uh, you know, born and raised out in California. And uh, that that vibe, that L.A. vibe just fits him so well. It seems like a perfect fit. And, you know, we, we caught word uh, Wednesday afternoon that the Angels were going to keep Shohei Otani. That seemed to be like, well, they were entertaining offers and now it's like we're going to keep Otani. We're going to absolutely go for it. Uh, and they snuck in on Giolito. I wasn't hearing a lot of Angels talk. I was hearing Cincinnati, the Dodgers, uh, maybe even Tampa. Uh, so the Angels maybe kept it quiet. Uh, or I just wasn't looking for that connection. Even Philadelphia, that was out there too. Uh, but L.A., you know, that seemed like the story out there in California. So it's to the Angels and Ronaldo Lopez heads with him uh, fittingly, right? Uh, Giolito and Lopez came to the Sox back in uh, December of 2016 from the Washington Nationals for Adam Eaton. Uh, Nationals got their World Series uh, out of it. And, hey, we were just excited to have these two young guys, you know, a guy in the bullpen that maybe was going to be a starter at some point, uh, and, and Giolito, uh, you know, this tall, lanky guy, you know, he could be a top of the rotation guy. And, uh, you know, Ronaldo Lopez up and down. You know, we always saw that potential with him. And, uh, you know, but sometimes it just it just broke your heart. The straight fastballs that he would throw, uh, it just felt like he was not even, you know, he's not even trying to mix things up. And then there was the, the vision situation that he got worked out and it looked like he developed some breaking stuff that he was confident. He was hitting spots. He had the elevated... Uh, you know, the velocity sounded like he wanted to be our closer at the beginning of this season uh, when there was thoughts of a closer by committee without Liam Hendricks. And uh, he showed some early flashes, uh, just probably that Houston series uh, that he wanted it. Uh, he looked he looked intense. Uh, and then, you know, again, kind of the same old Lopez. And, and it seemed like he was always stuck in, in where to pitch Lopez, where to put him, where to get him to thrive. And with so many injuries to the bullpen over the last couple of years, I don't know if, uh, you know, they ever really found a, a good spot for Ronaldo Lopez. And I truly don't know to this day where is the best spot for him. But, you know, you know, when he misses – Boy, does he miss, and his and his mistakes get hit. And and when his fastball doesn't have movement, uh, it is straight. Hey, it might be ninety-seven miles per hour, but it is taking up you know your middle middle right down Main Street. And, and big league hitters are going to mash it, and they have uh, you know issues with control. Uh, I, I you know he he dabbled a little bit in spot starts. Um, you know I I really want I wanted a little bit more from him, but. Uh, you know, I, I like I like what we got from Ronaldo Lopez. It's just a shame that we couldn't really figure out where he uh, really fit in. Uh, uh, sad to see him go, but you know, I, who knows? He he might flourish with another team that you know knows what they have in their bullpen, and they see Lopez as like we just need to slide this guy right here. We think uh, we'll set him up for success in this spot. We've got everything else figured out. Uh, we want that arm uh, right here. We don't have that type of arm. Uh, for Giolito, uh, boy, 
so many memories uh, for Lucas Giolito. And, I, and I'll, I'd like to get a little bit more into it on the next episode when some of the more details come out. I want to go through Rick Hahn's statements and if even Lucas Giolito issued a statement, when I'm, which I'm sure he would. But uh, the writing was on the wall a long time ago, you know, with the arbitration stuff. And it just felt like he felt disrespected by the White Sox organization, even though he was trying to say the right things and he wanted to stay in a White Sox uniform. And, uh, you know, we saw flashes. We saw the good and we saw the bad. Uh, we saw the all-star season. We saw, you know, uh, you know, him kind of drop off. And then last season, put on the weight and bulk up and get injured and just, you know, he could not he could not pitch with that newfound body. And then he went back to his, you know, his old ways and he's been having a pretty good year right now. I mean, the best, probably most consistent White Sox starter for sure. Uh, who can forget the no hitter? Uh, a lot of us, because no one was, no one was in the stadium. We we're all watching it from home uh, during that COVID 2020 uh, against the pirates. But wow. I mean, that, that was just awesome. It was so great to see that from him, uh, a guy that, you know, when at the beginning of this rebuild, I kind of I kind of looked at Lucas Giolito. Uh, obviously, we didn't have, you know, Cease yet and the whole sample size. But this is this is going to be the guy. This is going to be our number one. And he had been for several seasons, Lucas Giolito, uh, going opening day for us. And to get for him to get that uh, on his resume, that no hitter, even in such a wacky, weird way that it was with, uh, you know, cardboard cutouts in attendance. Uh, that was awesome for him. And, and then starting that, you know, that playoff series in Oakland, a place that has given us so many problems over the years. Uh, haven't seen playoff baseball since 2008. Uh, Twelve years later, uh, Giolito gets the start. That look, that glare, we've seen so many images of that over the last several years of, you know, barely the eyes, uh, emerging from the you know the bill of the cap that kind of swaying that rocking motion that he had that intensity in that game uh, that's what we wanted uh, that was so awesome uh, to have your ace perform like that in Oakland in a playoff series it obviously didn't go the White Sox way but uh, that that moment right there the no hitter was great uh, but that moment that's what I'll always remember that look that effort that you know, that TWTW, if I could use a hawkism, uh, that that's what I will always, you know, carry with me uh, about Lucas Giolito. And, uh, you know, we rode the ro the roller coaster with him and it just felt like he probably was going to be the first one to go, especially with the season that he's been having. And, uh, you know, got late word on Wednesday that that was the case with Ronaldo Lopez. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of goodbyes for uh, Giolito and a lot of little tributes uh, uh, along with Lopez and, and whatever else happens as I'm sure, you know, who knows, by the time I'm done recording this episode, there could have been new news uh, that popped up, but uh, we'll, we'll try to do more uh, tributes on the next episode. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Any questions, comments you have, uh, maybe for a future mailbag episode, we've, uh, you know, we're due for one of those. Uh, LockedOnSacks at gmail.com. Uh, White Sacks take on the Guardians on Thursday. Catch every pitch of the White Sacks hometown broadcast with SiriusXM 
on the SXM app. Uh, search White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Even if it's, you know, maybe comes later in the day, we'll still feel like it'll be your first listen. Uh, maybe your first White Sox podcast listen. I, I do appreciate that. And hey, everydayers, you know who you are. Uh, on the next episode, I'll recap Dylan Cease's outing and We'll be getting into more details of the Gio Lopez trade and uh, might even be talking about other happenings as the Sox begin to sell. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox, uh, you know, uh, making time for it. I mean, that really, it really means a lot. I, I know this team is a tough watch, but I do appreciate so many people checking in saying, you know what, haven't been following the team too much, but I'm still checking in to Lockdown Sox. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.